Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Love Pod. This week we're doing a July Megasode, which is all about the hit new Discord dating show, Love is Online. Today, you'll hear from Marcus. He might be familiar because he guest hosts a lot of our episodes. So without further ado, here's Marcus Yetter, dater on season one of Love is Online. Hey guys, welcome to the Love Pod. It's Dina here, and unfortunately, Nikki and Jordan are out today, but I'm holding it down with Marcus from Love is Online. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Dina. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so glad to hear that. Are you holding up during quarantine? How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's been kind of great um, because I love being alone by myself a lot. <laughs> So I'm just chilling in my apartment, not uh, talking to anybody. And it's been awesome. Which works out really well for an online dating show. I know, right? <laughs> that timing worked out great. So speaking of online dating and love is online, why don't you give us your, your elevator pitch about what it is? Elevator pitch? Oh. Uh, yeah, just like well, a oh, short. What floor are we short, going to? How much time? Uh, let's go to the top. Let's top go floor? straight to the top. All right. Um, <laughs> Love is online. It's uh, it's like love is blind, but it's online. You know, like uh, yeah, we go, we do it on Discord, and mm-hmm. you are one of you know maybe ten or so people uh, of either either male or female, and you talk to ten people of the opposite gender. Um, although we might do a they might do a um, LGBTQ season coming up soon, so that wouldn't surprise me. But anyway, I would love um, to see that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, you talk to people uh, in chat rooms and you don't know what they look like and you talk about who they are and what the things they like and what they're looking for in relationships and then if you really like somebody you decide to go offline with them and that's way less stakes than love is blind because nobody's getting married <laughs> uh, as far as we know <laughs> but not um, yet really, not yet no I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me uh, we've had a couple couple uh, people match up and turns out they might be really strong relationships so um we'll see which is so exciting and i don't know if it'll change quarantine will change the dating game but it's an interesting way of going about it and i don't think yeah. this would have happened without that combo that love is blind and it, it's a lot of time um being part of it is a really big time suck because the pods are open um all day basically kind of like working hours um mm-hmm. and if you're at an office, you can't really, you know, spend the whole day sitting at your computer chatting. But if you're working from home, you kind of can. <laughs> <laughs> so um, people end up, you know, putting a lot of time in. If Even if you're not participating, if you're just in the audience watching people chat with each other and talking about all the juicy gossip that comes up, um, it can be a pretty big time suck and you don't even really expect it. So um, quarantine kind of helped, I think, get it going for sure in that regard. So how much time did you spend, do you think, with each of the women in the pods, like as it got down to the end of the show? Um, I think I spent the, about the same amount of time throughout the whole thing, which is to say all day. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked it. Um, it was really fun to, because they have a couple of pods open at the same time. So you have anywhere from three to five chats going and you want to put a lot of time and effort into them because you only get so many days to talk to a particular person so you go through really big conversations with that person and you really want to like focus and 
think about what they're saying. And if you're trying to crack jokes, you got to, you know, be uh, quick on the back and forth. But um, Mm -hmm. I would sit there all day long. I'd wake up in the morning and uh, start my chats with my dates and then, you know, all the way until they closed it at 5 p.m. or whatever. And then even right after that, sometimes they would have games that they would play with the guys and the girls separately um, to try to see like, oh, how well do you know your dates? And, um, you know, so it could be definitely an all day thing. How well did you fare in those games? I don't remember. Were you pretty spot on? Um, actually, as it turns out, um, I won one of them. Um, it was the <laughs> game where, thank you. Yeah. And if, um, if anyone's listening that doesn't know what love is online really is, um, uh, beyond what I've already said, the way it works is you have a journal, um, that you can write in and only you can see as well as the audience, the audience can see what you're putting in your journal. So it's kind of a way for you to talk to all the people that are observing, um, and they can react to your messages through emojis, uh, which is really fun. So you kind of have to guess because they can't type back, but they can uh, react to what you're saying. So you can try to guess to see whether the audience is on board with what you're talking about or not. And if you can tr- try to crack jokes with them and stuff. Um, so as you're writing in your journal, you're talking about your thoughts on the dates and who you like the best. And there's a game that they played with us at one point where um, they pulled snippets out of people's journals and uh, made them anonymous. They took out everybody's names and mentions of people and they sent the snippets to the other chat, the other group chats. So all the guys were in a group chat and they said, okay, we're going to play a game. And they started posting snippets from the girls journals. And we had to try to guess whose journal it was based on what they said. And, Oh, I really like X person. Uh, they're really, they live close to me or we talked about whatever. And then you had to try to guess really fast who it was. And that's the game that I won. Um, so that was pretty fun. And you got a call from that game, right? You were able to speak yeah. to someone on the phone. Yeah, the prize, that was the prize. I got to choose somebody to live talk to. Because again, this is all a chat room. So we're all text chatting with each other. And um, there was a point in a couple, uh, a day or two in, they let you send recorded voice messages so you can choose uh, two people that you really liked and you can record your voice and send it to them, which ended up being a pretty big deal because, you know, all you have to go off of to start is is text chatting. And uh, now you get to show somebody what you sound like and you get to hear what other people sound like when they send you a message. So that's really exciting. But then once we played a game, I got the option to live voice chat with somebody which i mean you know people talk on the phone all the time so it's like what's the big right. deal but when you're in the there's context an audience of, <laughs> right yeah yeah everybody's in the voice chat listening all the audiences and and then um i logged in with rachel who i chose to chat with and we just had like a little quick phone call and um it was really fun and kind of made me feel like oh man this is this is getting real so we'll get to to your final picks and how it all went down in a minute. But first I want to know, because this is more blind than love is blind. You guys, I mean, obviously didn't see what each other looked like, but you also didn't talk at all except for those voice clips and that one phone call. So yeah. had you seen love is blind before applying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So you yeah. kind of knew what you were getting into. Yeah. And I watched it. I mean, I... Um, you know, I'm one of those guys that, oh, I'm not really into reality TV. 
I always kind of uh, looked away, you know, people were watching, I don't know. I haven't seen The Bachelor. I've heard it's really good. I'm actually, I'm open to it now. Like I'm, I'm waiting for a chance to hop on to whenever the season starts. But um, I heard about Love is Blind because a lot of my uh, women friends in my life were talking about it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. And they're like, you should watch Love is Blind. It's amazing. People don't know what they look like, but they get married. And I was like, that sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> it is. And it, is. it <laughs> turns out it is. <laughs> um, but I was bored one day and Netflix was up and I was like, okay, I guess I'll check it out. And it took me about half an episode to go from, I'm kind of hate myself for doing this right now to like texting my friend in all caps, like, oh my God, I cannot believe Lauren and Cameron right now. They are so cute. <laughs> I think that so, was everybody that started watching the show. Like, I'm bored. I'll just tune into this. Oh, my God. I'm hooked. Yeah. Yeah. It got me good. Um, and so now, you know, since then, um, once I finished watching the show, mm-hmm. I actually within a week or so, I heard about Love is Online and um, thought it would be really fun. I even thought while I was watching the show, I thought it would be really fun. Like, this is my kind of dating. Like, you know. Right. Don't know what they look like. Just get right into the really deep, you know, what are you like? What what's your what's your biggest fears? What's your life dreams? Try to get to know somebody. If Love is Blind came to your area and you were single, would you apply? Would I apply? Um, yeah. I think I would apply. I don't know if I would actually go on a show. Because it's one thing <laughs> to do it online, but um, on a on a like a hit Netflix show, that's really putting your personal stuff out there. Like it is. Know, you'd have to, and it doesn't go great for everybody, you know. Like you're kind of at the mercy of the producers uh, to to a certain extent, because you know I don't believe I don't I don't believe that Jessica is really as bad as as we saw. You know, I think um, she might have got a bad cut. So you know, there's always a chance that you're going to be the guy that or the girl that uh, ends up on the the wrong side of the cutting board in terms of the way they decide to produce the show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I've heard a lot that Jessica is not really that bad or not like that uh, yeah. from a few people. I kind of picked up on that um, from the reunion show. So, um, you know, at the end when they all came back after the show had aired and talked about what happened, um, Jessica seemed so different to me. She looked and and talked a lot um more like a normal person i guess than she did in the (laughs) show um and she showed a lot of humility and she apologized to amber for all the conflict and amber didn't really take it very well which i thought was kind of lame like she should have accepted that apology i think um but that's what told me like oh okay yeah jessica is not as bad as everyone thinks but it's fun to have that drama, you know, everybody, not oh, yeah. that I'm saying she should get all that hate, but. No, that's what makes it a show. Like that's, right, exactly. I mean, you kind of, I don't know, it's hard to balance because on the one hand, you want to believe in the concepts. You want to believe that the show exists in order for people to fall in love blindly. And uh, I guess it did in some, in some ways, you know, like Lauren and Cameron seem real happy. I'm not on, I don't follow them in social media, so I don't know exactly like what their deal is right, right. now if they're still you know happy couple they're, they're just, all like, over the place are they? <laughs> they're and i mean all over the places in like they are they're very active on social media they have their own youtube channel um oh, wow. what so, do they do on youtube yes. uh they have dinner dates they post tiktok videos uh <laughs> photo shoots you know wow. just 
they definitely uh, are living the life. Yeah. Good for them. I guess they figured it out. Yeah, um, they, they're doing well. It looks like Amber and Burnett are doing well. Damien and Gigi. Um, spoiler alerts if anybody hasn't seen the show now. Three months yeah. in. <laughs> Hopefully you've seen it. Everybody else has. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it's, some really good couples can come out of it. But you also have to think about um, what's the angle for why the show exists. And it's you know to sell Netflix and to get people to watch. And how do you do that by having a heel, you know, having crazy drama and having people blow up at each other and um, ridiculous behavior that everyone thinks is um, totally out of line. So I think that's the reality TV that everyone knows and loves to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't always have patience for that. Like, that's why I never really watched reality shows because I didn't care to buy into the, you know, a lot of it I feel like is fake and generated just to get those yep. views. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also fun to watch. It's fun it to, is. It's fun to um, you know, watch drama and make fun of people. Shame, you know, shame. I always say it's nice to get that distraction because you know your life will never be that crazy or hopefully never be oh. that crazy. Mm, so you you watch it because you're like, Well, my life is pretty good compared to some of the things that people are saying about these people. Yeah. So I believe it. Yeah. I will say though, so on Love is Blind, the ladies in the in the social media groups get roasted pretty hard, though I feel like Love is Online, everybody's more supportive of the women and you didn't really get roasted, I don't I don't think, but uh, some of the men If I did, I don't know about it. Let's keep it that way. (laughs) (laughs) How did you find out? You said you heard about Love is Online, but how did you find out that you could apply uh, and go through that process? I found it on Reddit. Um, Maitland, who's one of the co-hosts, sent me a, a PM on Reddit because I had posted my Bumble profile on a review thread because oh, I yeah. wanted, wanted some feedback on why I wasn't getting any Bumble matches. And <laughs> she saw it and was like, hey, um, I can see that you're single and dating. You should apply to be on this Love is Online thing. And I was like, um are you a hacker are you just trying to get my <laughs> personal information because <laughs> i'm skeptical you know that's the internet you know right whenever. of course you gotta you gotta be a little uh private with your personal info so Hopefully i she asked didn't ask for bit. your social <laughs> that's the first thing she said hey come do this thing um what's your social security number and where do you live um, <laughs> perfect no, uh, she, I asked her a little bit like, okay, what, what's the deal? How does it work? And she said, well, it all takes place over discord and, um, we're just getting started and we think it's going to be really fun. And I decided that it sounded like a great time. So I signed up. She had a Google form to fill out and heard back an email a couple of days later, and then it kind of all got started. And what was some of the best advice you got from posting your Bumble profile out there? Oh, geez. I don't know if I got any good advice. <laughs> <laughs> it is Reddit. So we have to take yeah. it with a grain of salt. Did yeah. you get any no. awful advice? Um, I had one person tell me to stop saying so many jokes, which he might be right. You know, like my whole profile is all um, sort of silly jokes and in, in one liners because mm-hmm. that's sort of how I am. Um, and uh, he kind of made a point of some people might be looking at profiles and want to see something real or like know that you're sort of genuine in some point. And I will agree if, with that. Yeah. If some your answers are all, 
sort of if they're all silly jokes and and um, offhand comments, then maybe people won't take you seriously, which I hadn't thought about before because my angle, my approach was, you know, as I'm swiping through profiles, looking at people, I kind of see the same thing over and over. You know, mm-hmm. I like travel and I like dogs and let's go get tacos and margaritas. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Those things are good, but like everybody's saying that stuff. So I get really right. bored, you know, swiping through. Everybody's got the same thing. So I try to figure out a way to to spice it up a little bit and make my profile interesting to read. Um, and also I like to crack jokes that are stupid and hopefully if somebody thinks they're funny, then we'll match up and that'll be good. But, um, I also, were they at least original jokes? I, I'd like to think so. Like, I mean, they're (laughs) so, they're so dumb. Um, (laughs) one of them, um, it's one of them, the, the question prompt was, um, what do you like to do in your free time? And I wrote, uh, take shots downtown or at least from the free throw line. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, just groaners like that, you know, but, and, but to me, that's a way to say, I like to play basketball and I like to have a good time without just saying, I like to play basketball and I like to have a good time, you know? Right. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But you know, maybe I should also, um, <laughs> dial it back. I don't know. <laughs> So clearly something's not working because I need advice. So um, maybe he has a point. So tell us about, I know, I know how it went in the end, but for those who didn't know who you really initially formed a connection with, was it one person? Was it a few people? Um, I initially right away um, formed a connection with one person. Um, Her name was Ray. And, and then pretty soon after that, I formed another connection, uh, with another person whose name is Rachel and double Ray, right. The two, the double, in fact, (laughs) there was a time when they both came up in my journal and, um, right after the other was, if you read them back to back, it's Rachel Ray. And so (laughs) I made a, a joke about, um, somebody, somebody needed the EVOO, um, (laughs) yep. Um, dad joke. So I had, um, I had these two people that I really liked to talk to and that was kind of hard to balance because the whole idea is, you know, you pick somebody that you really make a strong connection with and you go offline together, which is, that's, that's the online version of, you know, you propose and meet at the altar. Um, we, we just say, let's go offline and then you can trade pictures and you can exchange phone numbers and keep talking after that. So it's not 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 as big of a deal as getting married but it's still you know for the sake of the game you gotta you gotta pick somebody so yeah and it, well um, you don't have to pick somebody but no you don't you can also choose to go offline by yourself and that's perfectly valid and in fact i think that's the most common result um based on what i saw from last season um definitely more than the first it's interesting to see the different dynamics even through the two seasons that they've had because I think one was more wholesome, kind of like the circle. One's more wholesome and the other one is just, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I'm yeah. not putting it up with putting up with it anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you had the Ray Love Triangle, the Rachel Ray Love Triangle. Rachel Ray Love Triangle, right. <laughs> Going into it, did you think the end outcome what did you think the end outcome would be? Um I think I knew I was going to end up offline with somebody in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really just wanted to focus on 
who is the right person for me to spend time getting to know? And um, when I, the more I got to know Ray and Rachel, it was becoming more and more clear to me that Rachel had a lot of the same ideas as me. And we thought um, we had like made the same jokes and um, we live a lot closer together, uh, which is, uh, you know, a pretty big deal. So um, Rachel and I really sort of, the momentum started off a little bit slower than with Ray, but um, it picked up speed really quick. And by the end, it was pretty clear to me that um, Rachel was going to be a really great person to get to know. And Ray's a really great person too. I just talked to her yesterday. Um, So I feel like it's going to be a difficult position for everybody at some point, but um, I really like sort of, I like how things ended up. And how did things end up? Well, I went offline with Rachel and I, um, it really helped because after winning that game that we talked about, I got to choose to do a live chat and I chose Rachel, um, because I had really liked talking to her and talking to her in person, not, not in person, but a live voice chat with her really helped me understand w- who she is and where she's coming from and put a voice to, a, a text chat and it made me feel really good. I don't know. There was a there was a, a feeling that's sort of um, a tangible but like indescribable feeling of comfort talking to her, and just knowing that she has she knows what she wants and she's confident and um, yeah, she just gave me a really good feeling every time I talked to her. So I kept that going, and then by the end, it just felt so right, you know, with me and Rachel that um, we both were pretty much no-brainers. I think we were the first ones on the final day to to end everything and go offline together because um, everybody's kind of making that decision all at the same time on, right. on that day. It gets a little then, hectic. <laughs> yeah, it does, especially for the audience. They can sort of see and track everything, and they, everyone does the reveals together. So once you decide to go offline with somebody, you are finally able to send pictures, and so it's a little bit – um, nervous and in sort of a dramatic uh, moment because you're waiting for somebody to upload the picture of themselves and then what's it going to look like and oh you don't know so that's kind of what <laughs> you've been waiting for the whole week so that's happening with everybody on that same day um, so it's really exciting but um, once you do you um, go into the audience you can finally talk directly with the audience and everyone says oh yeah you guys are co- so cool and you get to um, finally talk to people who you've seen react on your posts and um, it's really fun. The last day is really fun. I don't remember you what su- question you asked. I kind of started. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. I, I was kind of asking who you went offline with, um, but I'll also ask what's your current status with Rachel? Rachel and I are doing great as far as I'm concerned. Um, we are still talking a lot. We text just about every day and we FaceTime here and there and um we're really excited to meet up. We haven't yet. Uh, we live in the same city, which is really exciting. Um, we haven't met up yet because of quarantine, of course. But right. As soon as we feel like it's safe and it's fine to go out and meet people, um, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna meet up right away, and we're both really excited for it. I'm excited for you guys too. I I've yeah. seen some couples breaking quarantine, tisk tisk, but I think <laughs> you guys are doing the same the safe thing, and everybody's excited yeah. to see how it goes down. 
Yeah, yeah, we're pretty pumped. So Rachel reveals herself. Then you get to see what all the other cast members look like. Did the did the impressions in your head match their faces, or were you pretty surprised? Um, I don't, I don't know. I was wondering. Um, I kind of had this theory of Love Is Blind, where they, I mean, I think everybody has thought this, where they just pulled like super attractive people um, to mm-hmm. be on the show. So like, even if, you know, if if the experiment was perfect and they were really trying to test if love is blind, they would have pulled people that looked super different and totally like whatever, like exactly random, normal people. But um, everybody that was on that show is like a supermodel basically. So I was wondering, and that makes for good TV. They kind of had to, you know, because people would, so that yeah. people would watch. And it makes for actual matches. You know, it's, it's harder to turn down somebody if you're like, oh, well, this person's gorgeous versus if they. Right. Right. Know. Yeah. It helps. It helps. <laughs> it helps the relationships um, succeed as well, I think. And so I was wondering once Love and Online got started, I was wondering if the people who started that had that in mind and we're going to do that again um, mm-hmm. to a lesser extent, you know, because we are just random Internet people. But <laughs> she um, did find you on Reddit. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there was a time. So the guys all got to see each other early on um, they let us send pictures to each to to each other just the guys and once the guys all started sending their pictures in i was like oh wow these guys are all very very attractive pretty handsome dudes so um, i wonder what that means for the ladies and so sort of through the whole time i I was expecting that i would think that whoever i was talking to was going to be really cute um and turns out they were um i mean all of the all of the ladies were very attractive as well um, but especially once I saw Rachel's picture, I was like, oh man, this is jackpot city. This is holy cow. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's beautiful though. inside and out. Yeah, absolutely. And what about the couples that went offline? Did any of them, any of the pairings surprise you? Um, did any surprise me? I think most of them did only because I didn't know what was going on in the other chats. Um, I think the, the daters that are in the show, are the most in the dark about what else is happening because um, the audience has insight into everything. And unless you talk directly with somebody about, Hey, how's it going for you? Who are you talking to? Which I didn't really do um, with the other guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know who was hitting it off with each other very well. Um, so even some of the no brainer couples like Haley and Dan, I didn't know that they were such a sure thing until afterwards when everyone went offline and everyone was like oh yeah we shipped you from day one you guys are the are super tight and I was like oh shit really I didn't know that (laughs) um so it was interesting for me to see once I was in the audience and all the couples started trickling into the audience chat with everybody else because they would announce you know once somebody decides to go offline with each other they'll announce in the chat you know Haley and Dan are going offline together and then they'll pop in the chat and say, hey, we're together. And everyone's like, oh, you guys are so cute. And it's really fun. Um, so it was fun for me to watch, you know, what was going to happen with everybody. Because I had no idea until that point. And I know uh, Maitland was giving a lot of advice to a lot of the contestants throughout the season. Did you get any advice from any of the hosts or the guys uh, that helped you through the process? Um, yeah, actually. She messaged me pretty pretty quick and was like, hey, dude. Don't write so much in your journal. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad she did. Blocks. Yeah, yeah. Because um, 
I don't know. I like to, I, I'm a big time introvert and I'm very introspective. Um, and I think a lot about what I'm feeling and the reasons that I do certain things. And it sort of helps me process my own emotions and my own behavior. And, but it all stays up in my brain. I don't ever talk about it with people or I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have a journal in my normal life. I don't write things down. Um, so now I'm presented with this opportunity to talk about some of the things I've been thinking about for so long. And so it all starts come flooding out, you know, and, um, <laughs> Maitland was like, listen, um, I've done these kinds of things before we do a, a circle, the circle discord mm-hmm. and, uh, the people that write a lot in their journals, people, they don't read that shit. They, they like people, <laughs> people skip right over it. So be more, you should be, um, and she said it a lot nicer than that, but, um, she was like, be decisive with what you put in your journal. And that was great advice because I I found out later, being in the audience for season two, that she's totally right. You know, the journals that were sort of short notes about what was happening throughout the day, um, that was really helpful for me as an audience member because there's 50 chats going at the same time. How do you, like, nobody's going to read through every date. No one's going to read through every single journal, start to finish. Um or you might, but I didn't. Um, no, so. I I skipped the dates for the most part and just went through the journals and the the T doc, which is basically a recap of each day. Yeah, yeah. So what was most helpful for me was the journals that were like, oh, my chat's going really well with uh, Bob right now, and so you can jump to their chat and see what they're talking about. Um, so I fig- I feel like I think I told somebody I wish I had seen a season of love is online first and then gone on it because then I felt like I understood a lot better how to interact with the audience and how to make it interesting to watch. Um, Cause that's a big thing too. You know, like we want to make sure the audience is enjoying watching it because that's the most of the people involved in the thing are the audience and the spectators. Um, so oh, you got to make I, sure they're having a good time. It's a balance, right? Cause you want to get your thoughts out there. So maybe you do start a written journal or even like an online app where you can get your thoughts out there now that you're off the show. Yeah. Live journal. Everybody can read it still. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard journaling helps. I did it one day and then I came back from, I think I was at the grocery store or something and my dogs had eaten the journal. So I just took it as a sign. Yeah. That (laughs) that it was not meant to be. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You make a good point. I I don't know. I could always uh, write stuff down somewhere yeah do you stew on it i mean you seem like the kind of person that really thinks everything through yeah for sure i'm a thinker i'm a i process things i uh somebody described me as oh, i asked my friend and he goes yeah he's always he's always down for an adventure but he has to know all the details first <laughs> <laughs> which is true i need to make sure i know what i'm getting into before i jump in so you're spontaneous as long as you know where you're going <laughs> as long as i know exactly what's happening you <laughs> yeah Okay, so uh, you got advice from Maitland. What about tips that you could give to people applying to future seasons of Love is Online? Um, first of all, you should do it because it's awesome. Um, <laughs> to, especially men. They need, I guess they need a lot more men to apply. So any single men listening to this, if you feel like this is something that's uh, interesting and fun, which it is, um, you should go sign up. Um, but if you're in it and you aren't sure how to go about it, I would say, just be honest, be yourself, um, be, uh, considerate of other people as well. You know, you don't want to kind of come in guns blazing and try to, uh, make a, 
make a game of it. I mean, I call it a game because it kind of is, but you're also dealing with real people and there are some people who are actually putting their feelings on the line. So you right. have to be a little bit sensitive in that regard. Um, it's not the circle. To, <laughs> right. No. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not super cutthroat. You know, I got to win at the end. Um, everyone's, everyone's looking for love. Um, so yeah, be authentic. Did you have a type before you went on the show? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think I do. I think I still do, but you can still, um, there's always exceptions. Um, and my type tends to be, um, I like women who are athletic and who think I'm funny (laughs) (laughs) and, um, that's really about it. I mean, I like, um, I like long hair. That's a big plus for me, but I've like, I I think, I think a type is just that it's uh, a preference that you'd like to have and you tend to be more attracted to than other things, but it really comes down to the person. If you find a person you really like and fundamentally who they are really aligns with you, that's what's most important because, you know, people can grow their hair out or they can cut it or whatever, and you're going to look a little different. Sure. But, um, what really, what really keeps a relationship going and keeps it strong is who they are as a person and that's what's so great about love is online again you don't know what they look like Um, you don't know if they fit your type so you have to know what kind of person they are and if it turns out they have you know three ears or two noses or whatever (laughs) something crazy then um but you love them as a person and you think they're really great and you guys really get along then you know it doesn't matter i'll kiss your two noses (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, extensions exist, Marcus, so that can always be arranged, hair <laughs> extensions. <laughs> yeah. Don't count someone out for their pixie cut. No, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> and now you actually started a podcast based on Love is Online, so tell us about that. Yeah, um, I decided to start interviewing people that were on the show, and it was um, mostly because... Somebody else had made a comment of, oh, because, oh, because Dan, it was one of the other daters in season one. And um, he was being really active in the audience for season two, sort of analyzing what was happening and bringing up topics to talk about in the audience uh, while the dates were happening. And a lot of the audience was interacting with him and I was making some comments too. And somebody said, oh, you guys should start a podcast or you guys should talk. I, I would listen to you guys talking about season two. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. And I also always... um I'm a sound engineer for my job, usually live Mm -hmm. sound, um, but I've done some studio stuff too. And I listen to a lot of podcasts all the time. And so I always wanted to try making one on the engineering side. Like I wanted to know how to record one and how to edit it and and mix it and make it sound really good. Um, But I never had a chance. Like I I don't, I didn't feel like I wanted to start a show. Um, I didn't think I had anything very interesting to talk about. But if any, if somebody else wanted to start a show, I would make it for him. But now, since Love is Online came along, um, and I really liked following it, and I like talking about relationships, and I like talking to people, um, it seemed like a good opportunity for me to, to give it a shot in making a show. So I started, I interviewed a couple people, uh, we did some recordings, and I posted them in the Love is Online Discord, and it's really just for people who were in the audience and people who know about the show. I mean, anyone can listen to it. Um, you might miss a couple of the like we don't really go into into 
um, how, how it works because I sort of just assume everybody already knows because they've already been following love is online, but I try to get into my guests, um, thoughts about what they were thinking during the show and if they would have done anything different in their dating lives and stuff. So more of like a, a recap, one-on-one recap of, you know, sort of their experience on the show. And where can, if people do want to tune in, where can they find your podcast? Well, um, I put it on Anchor, which you helped me with and a couple other people in the Discord because you guys are the actual podcasters. I'm just getting started. Um, Oh, I wouldn't wouldn't give us that much credit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Anchor is sort of a hosting site and then they they spread it out to other services. So it's, it's definitely on Spotify. Um, I got a couple other emails of where it got put out. It's on pocket casts. Um, I don't know if it's on Apple yet or not. I haven't, honestly, I haven't put a whole lot of effort into making it like super widely available yet, just cause I didn't know how big of an audience I'd, I would even be able to pull. Um, sure. but you can, you can definitely find it on Spotify. You can definitely find it on pocket casts. Um, and then I post a link in the discord every time I post a new episode. Um, so you can pick it up there as well. And it's just love is online is the name of the podcast, right? Or the LIO podcast. Yeah. The, the LIO show, the love is online show. Yeah. LIO show. Okay. I was close. I should have just asked you what the name of the podcast was. That probably would have been a better question. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the same thing basically. So before, so we have a game show segment and we're going to get into that. Ooh. But before we do that, Are there prizes? do you have, uh, yeah, the prizes you get to talk to me. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Isn't that so it. exciting? <laughs> Uh, before that, do you have any last stories that you were hoping to get in or words of wisdom? Oh, not really. Um, everybody go do love is online. It was really good. It's a fun time or go be in the audience. It's really fun to follow. Um, it's a great way to spend quarantine for sure. Okay. So now we have a choice of three games that you can play. Oh, geez. Two of them are pretty familiar. One is this or that where you just pick one or the other. Okay. One is never have I ever. Oh man. <laughs> okay. And then the other is called I heart, which is just, we give you a category. Um, I heart cast member from love is online or I heart reality TV show. And you would tell us which one that you love. So oh, your choice, which would you like to play? Oh man. Um, uh, let's do I heart. All right. Crank that one up right now. Okay, so I'm gonna mix these up so you won't know what order we're going in. And if okay. you want, you can pass on any of them if you're uncomfortable at answering, but I don't think there's anything too risque in here. Okay, we'll see. I don't think we save that for after dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I heart love is online connection or couple. Oh, I mean, I gotta go with Marcus and Rachel. I mean, those two are <laughs> The best. They're just they so are cool. fire. <laughs> Besides you two. Oh shit. Okay. Um, I heart Haley and Dan. I've I've brought them up a couple times, but they just seem really made for each other, and they're hanging out right now. I, they met up already, and they seem really happy. So good for you two. They broke quarantine. Ah, that's okay. We still love <laughs> you guys. We're ignoring. We're ignoring that. <laughs> I heart celebrity. Ooh, Justin Timberlake. It's the first one I. Ooh. Up. Okay. Why is that? Yeah. Oh, he can sing. Oh, he can sing. Uh, yes, he can. Yeah, I love his music. I Heart TV Show. Ooh, Better Call Saul. I just finished it. 
That's a good, I haven't gotten through it yet, but Breaking Bad's amazing. So I would imagine oh, yeah. Better Call Saul is good. Too. It's equally amazing. It's a little less intense. So if if Breaking Bad is a little too violent for you, uh, Better Call Saul is the same same thing, but a little less. Um, so It's so good though. I just finished the last episode last night and I'm still still reeling. You're going to rewatch that today on your day off? Oh, no. I got to pick up something different now. I need a break. I'll give you some recommendations. Oh, yeah? All right. We'll talk They're about They're all it. reality TV related. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm game. Okay. Uh, I heart pickup line. Ooh. Um, okay. This one. Uh, this one's... I'm waiting for no. the Marcus. Like the Marcus level pickup you're, line right you're now. About to get, you're about to get it. Um, <laughs> you got you to gotta be in a bar or somewhere and get their attention. And you just kind of hold out your hand. And you say, excuse me, um, could you hold this while I go for a walk? <laughs> Marcus, how often have you used that? Uh, and how often has it worked? Oh, I don't. I have not used it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm Do not, you have I'm one that you've used? Use pickup line. No, I don't. Okay. I'll never use pickup lines. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not smooth enough. How about your favorite game, either board or video or card? Ooh, uh, that's so many different categories. Um, I, oh, you can give me one of each. Okay, favorite. What board do you game? heart? I heart Caverna. Super nerdy, really complex board game, but it's really good. Um, also, been playing a lot of Small World lately, so that counts too. <laughs> oh, favorite video game. I'm playing Hollow Knight right now. That game's really amazing. Um, I'm a big fan of those platformer types. Oh, favorite card game. I mean, I grew up on Egyptian Rat Screw. It's hard to go wrong with that. But Cribbage is also really good, too. Gosh, you got these old lady games in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm are, you, are you a Twitch screamer? <laughs> are you a Twitch screamer? Streamer? Twitch streamer? Are you a Twitch yeah. screamer? Yeah. I like Do to you log scream on, on Twitch, Twitch and just scream as much <laughs> as I can. Just um, yell into the void. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't stream. I don't think. Um, I don't think I've got what it takes to be a streamer. But I like to watch people stream sometimes. What do you, uh, I heart streams? Twitch streams and screams. Ooh. Either one. <laughs> I heart Twitch screams. Um, I like to watch. There's this guy, um, Pally, that plays Heroes of the Storm. Um, he's really entertaining. I've been watching a lot of his videos. Um, but usually, oh, day nine is a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan of day nine as well. He's just a really, really interesting dude, really captivating. Um, he's not like high energy, but he's very cerebral and very, uh, very just fun to watch play games. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Let's go check him out. All right. What about iHeart dating app? I think hinge is the best. Um, it has resulted in the most like actual meeting up with people. Okay. Um, I, I really like Bumble for them encouraging women to make the first move because <laughs> i'm awful at making moves so I, it's kind of nice to have somebody else start the conversation for once but i don't get as many matches on bumble so let's go with hinge i have never met anybody off of hinge i have only met people off bumble or other dating really? apps yeah why, why do you think i that did is? you know i think it's very uh geographic based like what apps are more popular um, I did have a, I know we're getting a little off topics, but I, I did have a hinge date that stood me up. So I went to the restaurant, he wasn't oh. there. And then I ended up that I was in a meetup group and I went and somebody asked me to answer the door cause it was at a house and I opened the door and he was standing there. Oh, geez. <laughs> I was like, what, Jonathan? 
Oh, no. And he totally played it off like he didn't know who I was or remember me. And I was like, I know you know who I am. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. Jonathan, on. you're the worst. You're the worst. We still talk every once in a while, but. Oh really? Uh, and funnily enough, like he's come up on my Bumble, and I'll just match for fun. And he—I don't know why he does it too, but he matches too. And I'm like, this isn't—this ha- isn't a thing. It's never gonna happen. Yeah. What are you doing, buddy? I think when you see your friends, do you swipe like just to give them, like I'll swipe right just to be like, I support you. Swipe you. right on your friends. Oh, that's yeah. nice of you. I don't—I don't like to. I don't know. I don't do that. I swipe left on my friends. Sorry, friends. Maybe it's a little weirder for guys, but I'm always like, yeah, no, you're cool. You can, I, I love you, but like in a friend way. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to make that clarification when you match? You have to be like, hey, um, we're, we're cool. We're friends. Good for you. Keep dating. Um, yeah, because I it's usually people I talk to. So it's just like, haha, I saw you on Bumble. I swiped right. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. the end. Nice. I did accidentally, well, that's the story for another time. I was going to say I did accidentally match with somebody who I, I was just swiping right boredly and didn't recognize him. And then it was somebody I definitely did not want to talk to. Oh, no. Why are you, why are you swiping right? You don't want to talk to me either. <laughs> I digress. Moving on back to the game. Uh, I heart band or musician. Ooh, uh, Daft Punk was the first one I thought of, but also Stevie Wonder wow. and also Earth, Wind & Fire and also Boys to Men. Um, yeah, that's that's what I so got. Many. For, so, so many. So, so many. Yeah. I heart movie. Mm, I don't watch a lot of movies. I used to, I used to say uh, A Beautiful Mind was my favorite. I don't know if that's true anymore. It's still a great movie. Um, I'll go with movie genre. I like uh, psychological thrillers a lot. Yeah. Those are excellent. That's my favorite as well. Nice. I heart hobby. Mm, volleyball. I love playing volleyball. Oh, that's an interesting one. Oh yeah, it's so fun. I miss. I it. was waiting for you to say travel or hiking, which are the two Not most you. popular dating apps. <laughs> I know. I know they are. I like to travel. I don't like to hike though. If you do not hike in Arizona. Everybody here is, I love to go on hikes. I love to go on hikes. If that were true, the trails would be way more crowded. Oh, geez. I know. I mean, it's true in Colorado for sure. People love to hike here, and I feel like kind of an outsider, even though I grew up here. I was going to say, are you not from there? But you just answered that. <laughs> okay. Favorite personality trait in a significant other? Oh, a sense of humor. It's got to be, it's got to be, we got to be able to make each other laugh because it's really fun. And favorite physical trait in a significant other? Ooh. Um, uh, I Be like honest, things. Marcus. I like the things. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. We'll go with if that. You, if someone's really pretty, which they tend to be, um, then, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be a happy camper. And last one, I'm going to do favorite dating horror story, either that has happened to you or you've heard. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have a horror story, really. Nothing that's like super crazy because not necessarily a wild guy. I had a date. I met up with somebody from Bumble one time that um, kept saying how much she liked queso. And so I was like, all right, let's go get queso. And then we got we got queso and she spent the whole time talking about how she like got a DUI and talked her way out of it with the cop by flirting with him. And um, she was like, didn't she spent the whole time talking about herself and i was like okay um 
this is making me really uncomfortable. I think I need to piece Isn't out. Isn't that the so worst? Kind of dipped, yeah. I mean, it's not really a crazy story, I guess. Um, but no, but it's it's the most in, it's interesting. You know, everybody yeah. has those bad date stories. Yeah. All right. So last but not least, thank you for playing our game. By the way, thanks for oh. iHearting with us. You're so welcome. It was fun. Where can we find you online for anybody who wants to follow you, and not in a stalker Ooh. way? um i don't have a huge online presence really um i don't have an instagram i don't have like snapchat or anything i have a facebook but that's pretty old but i try to keep that locked down too yeah you probably don't want random people on that so discord then we can find you on discord find me on discord i would say that's where i'm most active right now um come to the love is online server and um ping me and we can chat and hang out i do want to meet you guys like if there's anybody that wants to talk and come be on love is online or be on the show then um yeah let's chat but sorry i don't we'll have drop a, i don't have a we'll drop game. the discord oh god tiktok i actually <laughs> i'll tell you this story after um <laughs> okay. i um i'll drop the link to the love is online and the bachelor online discord in the uh episode description for anybody who wants to track marcus down and watch the shows online Awesome. I think Love is Online is coming in like another week, right? Something like that. I think within the next week or so. Another week for Love is Online, we'll say in another two weeks for Bachelor in Zoomadice, which I'll talk about another time. But if you know Bachelor in Paradise, same thing. Nice. Marcus, thank you so much for coming on. And oh, it's my pleasure. This was really fun. Chatting. Yeah, I really enjoyed talking to you. And you, you really have that radio voice. It's so soothing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody, everybody had said once we heard your voicemails, he should do a podcast or he should be on the radio. Yeah, I got it. I got the, I got a face for radio. (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) Marcus is a very good looking guy. Don't let him fool you guys. Thanks so much for joining us on The Love Pod. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow and Sunday because this is our very special 4th of July megasode, All Things Love is Online, the Discord dating show. Thanks again to Marcus for stopping in, letting us interviewing him, guest hosting the show, and what you may not know is editing our show so the audio is so much better than it used to be. If you like the show and our new format, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. You can also follow The Love Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Love Pod Podcast. Thanks for loving love with us, and we'll see you tomorrow.